Welcome to the Homeschool Unlocked podcast, the show that helps parents see homeschooling as a unique opportunity. So forget fear. You can inspire. You can guide your child. Homeschool Unlocked. It's not school. It's life. Welcome back, beautiful people. Welcome back. Welcome back to Homeschool Unlocked. So a little bit about myself. My name is Monica, and uh, Jesus and I met uh, in college, and uh, we've been married 23 years now. We have six wonderful children. Uh, Our boys are 19, 14, 10, and 6, and our girls are 18 and 16 years old. And when we first met, we didn't really think about having a big family, and we Definitely didn't talk about homeschooling. Both of us had gone... My queen, my queen, my queen. Can, can, I, can, I, can I tell these people a little bit about you, please? Let okay. me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Okay. I want to first tell you that my wife is super brilliant. She's super brilliant and she has a wonderful heart for homeschooling and helping homeschooling parents. She's been really working at trying to be a better mom and be a better wife and be a better homeschool mom for close to 20 years. And we're at the particular point with the Homeschool Unlocked that we really want to pass these precious things that my queen has bled for, sweated for, fought for. We want to give it to you guys. We want that experience. We want to shorten learning curves. We want to expand skill sets. We want to increase joy. And my wife, my wife is the one that's putting homeschool unlocked on the map. I just want to say that I love you, honey. And yeah. Yeah, you definitely love me. Um, And so... You know, and Jesus also, I mean, he, whether it's our family or, you know, your family or wherever he works, you know, his heart is to um, strengthen families. And so both of us have this really deep desire to help parents consider that it's possible to have a good homeschool experience. And it's something that is so precious that you should consider doing it for even a short amount of time. Um we decided to homeschool because we really enjoy learning and thought, who better to teach our kids than us? And where we don't know, we learn, um, but it's been a great time. And of course, like anything worthwhile, there's been challenges. So we're sharing some of the things that we've learned along the way so that you all um, have success way earlier than we did (laughs) yeah 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 so specifically to this whole uh behavior modification piece i'll just tell you you know i'm sure as we get more and more in the podcast you'll find out a little bit more about me and monica is i'm not going to start rattling off my resume but i will tell you tied to this whole concept of functional behavioral assessments right pretty much is what we're going through in the whole development of behavioral intervention plans. Uh, one of my uh, past jobs, I was the lead school psychologist for, for Miami-Dade County Public Schools, and uh, I used to travel all around schools teaching folks about behavior modification. I also taught behavior modification at, uh, at Barry University um, in, in one of their graduate programs for school psychology. So I've spent a lot of time having conversations about identifying behaviors, identifying functions, helping folks modify them and do so in an appropriate way. And so we're coming to you trying to give you all this information. It, it may come off pretty quick, but but because we anticipate um, 
a kabillion podcasts in our lifetime, slowly but surely, we'll expand and we'll give you we'll give you more and more information tied to it. And I'm just gonna just um talk a little bit about um what we uh, talked about on our second episode. This is our third episode, and in the second episode, we kind of ended it with having a conversation about frustrating moments. Mm-hmm. And so, what I want to do is uh, I want to look at opportunities in the typical homeschool setting that are masked as these frustrating moments because within those frustrating moments are opportunities to do some great things. That's right because the thing about um, being a homeschool parent is you're able to see those moments as educational opportunities. See, education is not just about uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic, although those are obvious components. Um, But you know your child and you know... um, you know your child, and you want them to receive a complete education, not just in the academics. And so as we're talking about homeschooling, um, we get to use every moment of the day as a possible learning opportunity. So when you look at particular behaviors that are frustrating to you, just like the concept of reading is learned, math is learned, behavior is also learned. So these behaviors that frustrate you, you know what? Reality is these are learned behaviors. So I'm going to walk us through a couple little different things that we can do to replace, I'm going to call them inappropriate behaviors, right? I'm not going to call them bad behaviors, right? We don't have bad kids. We have kids that engage in I guess we can say inappropriate behaviors, right? Bad behaviors, right? And so what we're going to do is we're going to help our children engage in more appropriate behaviors. But there's a piece. There's a piece to this equation that you need to think about. You need to think about the purpose of that behavior. You got to understand that all behavior is either extinguished by the responses that we commit to them or reinforced. And so if you continue to see behaviors, right, if you continue to see them somehow, some way, that behavior has achieved its purpose. You may think it doesn't achieve its purpose because you tell this kid, go to the corner, you take this cell phone away. You, Your responses, if you continue to see specific behaviors, your responses should tell you, am I reinforcing it or am I extinguishing it? Okay, so you talked about inappropriate behaviors and you are referring to anything from snatching or... Um, Getting distracted or lying, things like that. Yes. And, and be, you know, other things, but even things that might seem small like that. Small things, right? These are frustrating behaviors that create these frustrating moments. And I'm helping you find the opportunities in those to learn new behavior, right? At homeschooling is about learning. Talked about the 20 characteristics of that environment we want to create. And, you know, because we're human, there will be behaviors that disrupt that beautiful dream. And so I want to come alongside you. Well, Monica and I are going to come alongside you, help you identify behavior, help you walk through a little bit what the function of that behavior might be. And then here's the here's the here's the here's how we're going to do it. You're going to decide on a replacement behavior to help the kid achieve the same function again let me talk about it again you have an inappropriate behavior that inappropriate behavior is serving some sort of function right there's a purpose behind this behavior and they're succeeding in achieving that behavior despite whatever you think you're doing they're succeeding in achieving it so i want to give you a way to replace that inappropriate 
with an appropriate, right? But the kid has to meet the same function. That's the whole key with transforming and learning new behaviors. We're teaching a child a better way to achieve X. All right, so we're homeschooling. We're homeschooling. All right, and I um, I know that one of the characteristics that I want to be part of our homeschooling is that we we love learning together. And so we're going to, today we're going to focus on, um, let's say, especially when you're first coming into the homeschool setting, um, let's say you are coming from a modern school system, um, we're, we're talking about not a toddler that you are now starting to homeschool, but maybe a child that you're bringing home. Um, you want to read together. Maybe you're, let's, let's read about um, something, a, a historical event, right? And um, while you're reading about the historical event, the child begins to like bluster, fuss, complain that they don't want to read. They don't want to sit down and read right now. Great. And I'm going to tell you the response most people have to those flustering moments. With enough fluster, you stop reading. You say, this is not worth it. I, mean, I just want to read five minutes and it takes me 15 minutes to convince this kid. All of a sudden, you may have some sort of moment where you're like, okay, that's it. Go over here. Take your phone away. Whatever your response is, at the end of the day, you've stopped reading. So that flustering, that blustering, that bad attitude, that little semi-tantrum that you just witnessed, you think you've responded in a way to eliminate it, but you've just reinforced it. The kid has learned through flustering, through blustering, through the little contraining. If he does it long enough, you will stop reading. Boom. So this is what happens. Most responses from adults to inappropriate behavior actually reinforce that behavior. Why? Because the kid is achieving what they want to achieve. Sure, they don't want their cell phones taken away. Sure, they don't want time out. Sure, they don't want to do A, B, C, or X, Y, Z, model. Whatever you decide that you're going to respond with, sure, the kids doesn't like that, but they've achieved their goal, which is not reading. So we're going to go into that just a little bit, right? So uh, what we're trying to create is, is, is that whole learning together environment. And you come across um, some behaviors that get in the way of this whole learning together, right? So you have avoided behaviors. You have, you know, many, I mean, we can characterize inappropriate behaviors all across the board that kids creatively engage in to avoid this whole learning together piece. I got a cold. I got a cough. My belly hurts. Oh, reading again. I don't like this book. I don't like this topic. I don't like this author, mom. I don't like you reading to me. I mean, I can rattle off all the different ways kids could put stumbling blocks into this concept of learning together. So you have to ask yourself, what is the function of my child's, and I'm going to call it for this at this particular point, avoided behavior? Why don't they want to learn together? Right? We're talking about the 20 characteristics. My queen just talked to me, maybe. My queen just spoke to me about this environment where we're learning together. I mean, this is like a beautiful thing. This is part of that whole homeschool experience. And you come across that kid that doesn't want to do that. That, 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 that might have been, you know, character number one that you want. So all of a sudden, with understanding the function of the behavior, you can do something about that. So here's just a little example, if you don't mind, uh, yeah, my go. queen. Um, so we have that little flustering, blustering kid. Now, the purpose of that inappropriate behavior is to not 
engage in this cooperative or this corporate leading uh, reading process, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Great. He's going to have to achieve that, but he's going to have to achieve it in an appropriate way. So this is where we meet, not necessarily in the middle, but this is where we begin to um, um, reshape the child's behavior. So we go back. We're going to call him little Joey, little Jose, whatever we want to call him. And we say, hey, um, I understand you don't want to do this together. Um, 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 let me think through that just a little bit. The thing is that as we're homeschooling, um, this actually is very common, right? Because sometimes when parents are coming, uh, if, if a parent is bringing their child out of a school setting, and expecting to jump into academic type activities right away, it's really, it shouldn't be surprising that a child kind of pushes back against that. So when you're looking at wanting to do things together, you can achieve something similar, but maybe you don't use a book, right? Um, Maybe initially instead of reading together you watch a really good movie together and then you go to a museum or you go on a walk maybe you want to learn history and you can do it by cooking something together that's from that that time period like when a child is wanting to learn they might just be so tired of learning in one particular way that they fight, they fight back, you know, they, they push back. But it's not that they don't want to learn, and it's not even that they don't want to learn with you. It's just that they're, they're coming into a homeschool setting. They've got a lot of feelings happening, and the way they communicate their frustration or maybe their insecurity is by just, you know, being dismissive, being rude, complaining, whatever it might be. Yeah, so... Understanding that be- kids learn behaviors, they've just learned inappropriate ways of communicating that frustration, that anticipated difficulty, that 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 desire to go one way while you want to go the other way. These are just inappropriate ways of communicating. So what we want to do is teach them appropriate ways to communicate. So in this particular instance, where okay, it's time to learn together, right? Uh, that may not, that may happen less frequently as the child gets a bit older, only because you'll have more maybe independent work, but we're going to go back to that situation and you know, you know, a little temper tantrum is going to come, you know, that the, the deep sigh is going to come and you're going to say, Hey, listen, we have to give this 20 to 30 minutes, right? We're going to read together 20 or 30 minutes, but there's going to be things that throughout the day or throughout the week that you're going to earn that will reduce that time. Yes. I know, I know. It's, it's, it may feel like a compromise. But what we're trying to do is have the child display appropriate behaviors to meet the same function. So if the function is to avoid a task, the child's going to have to learn appropriate ways to avoid a task. So what's an appropriate way to avoid a task? Hey, do this, turn this on time. Hey, get this done. Okay, draw this, do this other assignment. All of a sudden, the child's earned through positive behaviors a way to reduce the reading time. Reading time is going to have to be there. Child's going to have to recognize we're going to have to read this whole thing, corporate learning time, this whole learning together piece. It's like what homeschool's about. But 
you can work on some things left and right. So all of a sudden, you avoid the temper tantrums, the temper tantrums you avoid the, the huffing and puffing, and the kid, through appropriate behaviors throughout the week or throughout the day, has earned their way to read a bit less, right? Hey, that's way better than an inappropriate behavior and getting you all angry and frustrated and bringing a dark cloud into this wonderful learning environment, right? This wonderful experience that we want as a homeschool and then you just shutting down shop right there and then anticipating the next time having to shut it down, right? Because if it took the kid five minutes for you to shut it down, you've become that five-minute parent. Check it out. Next time, if it takes you 10 minutes, the kids just learn, hey, man, you're just a 10-minute parent. I just need to go 11 minutes. So whether the kids are consciously thinking through that or not, they just go about communicating themselves in inappropriate ways. And so that's all we want to do with that. Yeah. To wrap up for today, um, that's why we had the activity for episode two, which was your self-assessment, where you look at a frustrating situation and you look at the thoughts that you had and then your reaction because as the adult you have to be able to think clearly and so you're you know we are able to kind of anticipate the problems that will arise we know what they're going to do and sometimes we we think that our reactions um, are fair and just but we need to be prepared also and realize that our reactions um, can be changed and maybe are, are not so effective because the same situation keeps arising. And so when you're, you know, when you're thinking about homeschooling and you have, uh, let's say you've brought your child or you, maybe you've already started homeschooling and you've had situations arise where you're thinking this is going to be a great activity, it doesn't work out, you're going to be able to stop and think, okay, do I say we're not going to read and we're just going to go watch a movie together and just kind of like hang out and learn in a different, like a different approach to learning? Or do you say, you know what, I'm going to read 20 minutes, but here's how we'll, we're going to do some things so that you are actually going to be able to earn less reading time. And then you'll work back your way back up to more reading time. But um, either way, what, you know, however things work out in the moment as an adult, we're realizing as, as not only as an adult, but as the parent, right? As we're, we have the opportunity to direct and, um, take more ownership of the situation and have better control of the time that we're dedicating to different things as we're educating our child. So as the adult, we have the um we have to be comfortable realizing that we will be able to have success but that failing is part of that process so if we're willing to fail like we're going to try this and it doesn't work right um that's okay because the more that we get comfortable um trying and then just self-assessing and looking at the situation and talking to our kids, the more that we are going to be able to grow together and bond and learn how to better work together and have a successful homeschool experience. So here's a homework assignment. I need you to think of that one major characteristic we just talked about. We talked about one, learning together, right? 
My hope is that in everybody's 20 characteristics of what a homeschool environment they want, one of them, one of the characteristics is that, hey, there's just a general joy in learning together. So put that in your brain, learning together. So I need you to think of one child and I need you to think of one behavior that really throws or really jams up that whole learning together process. So identify the one behavior. Um, do some observational work. You may even have a conversation with your child or with some others that have seen that one behavior and try to figure out what the function might be, right? Maybe next episode we go into, you know, just some fundamentals on identifying the function. But for today, I want you just to do your best on your own. What's the function? What's the purpose of that particular behavior? Is it to avoid or escape? Is it to get something? And once you've identified that function, I need you to think of the replacement behavior. You know, what What can that child display or do to earn whatever they're looking to achieve, right? At this particular point, they're looking to achieve it inappropriately, right? Little temper tantrum, little this, little that. So, so, and that'll be it. Identify one behavior. Do your best to try to figure out its function and come back with the replacement behavior. Now, next episode, we'll go a little bit into that whole function piece. And then we'll go a little bit into, okay, how do you reinforce this replacement behavior, while extinguishing that inappropriate. That'll be uh, part of the next conversation. And what do you mean by replacement behavior? Replacement. So, okay, okay. We're going to go into that just a little bit. And so you have what you would call the inappropriate behavior, that temper tantrums, that temper tantrum that earns that not reading. Now I want you to figure out what positive behavior they can display in order to earn that same function, which is not read. Right? Maybe it's, hey, if you raise your hand and verbally articulate clearly that you know what, you don't really want to read together, you know what, in, in, in communicating in that nice, polite, kind way, I'll take off two minutes of reading time. See that? That's an appropriate behavior. The temper tantrum, bad behavior, generating not reading. The other one, good behavior, right, generating the same thing, which is a little less reading. And that might be a wrap for today's episode. Hopefully you had enough. This is a almost like a one-on-one homeschooling, you know, um, behavior replacement uh, model that we look forward to continue to talk about. Thank you for spending time with us today. Check out our link below and subscribe to our podcast. We hope that we helped you by unlocking a new way of seeing homeschooling. Who else needs to hear this? Only you know. So take action and share it. Because remember, homeschool unlocked. It's not school. It's life.